I don't understand how law works. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 187, with Jason Fitzgerald, who, yes, did one swear, Vibram Five Fingers, and Randy James. Randy? I wore them, too. How are you? You did? Yeah, yeah, I have a pair. Oh, I have three pairs. That was when I switched, when I was like, I read, we both, you probably read the book. I read yeah. the book. Yeah. Born to Run book. I was like, yeah, yeah that's it. I'm a barefoot runner from here on out. I will credit my Vibram five finger wearing for changing my stance and alleviating Me my too. knee problems so i did have uh, a lot of it band problems back in the day and um yeah i think it did change my uh stride and i've since run a lot of miles successfully on uh, knee i'm not gonna say problems. i've run a lot of miles but it, i did the same thing i ran with those and then it changed it changed my whole yeah you know you know where you plant your feet sort right of thing. right yeah, your gains. They're just reaching out with that big, long stride and pounding yeah, on the pavement. Slapping that heel yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Letting it lever down and whip your ankle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Snap your I don't think I'm not like a totally anti-heel strike guy, but it's the big, long stride, which really was what was doing it for me. So uh, it, I am. I'm a big anti-heel strike it guy. It increased my, pay, my cadence. The cadence your is cadence. important. Yep. So you're not taking as big as many strides. Anywho... Uh yeah hey wait speaking of racing running mm-hmm. didn't you just run a race this weekend I How did I ran, I ran a five k after my uh, my cracked kneecap and my recovery I can't complain the kneecap's fine it it healed up I ran a bit it was it really feels good a little bit a little bit of soreness but otherwise it's on its way is the some scar some scar tissue is the kneecap story worth a didn't we tell it? Recapping. I, ooh, look at that. I said recapping. Get it? Fell off. Yeah, I do. Dude, I didn't even mean it. That was hilarious. F- fell off the bike, smashed on a rock. You know. Oh, yeah. New Year, no, Halloween party. Ah. Halloween party. Uh, but so I ran 5K, and um, I did better than I thought I was going to be able to do. That happens when you race. I was running alone, of course, because as, yep. as usual, what happens is I start... I, I start to chase people that are too fast for me. Okay. <laughs> so then I go out with a group that's really fast. Yeah. And I run after them. And then you fade. And then I fade. Yeah. But then no one catches up with me, so I'm mm. in this big gap all by okay. myself. Okay. It depends on the distance that I'm running. Uh, on a 5K, I can pretty much just run and and not – and just – Gut out the pain for as long as it needs. Yeah, to be, I, I, two minutes. I think I want a solid mile with my eyes closed. Yeah, it hurts. That's why I don't like running five k's. I don't even <laughs> like running half marathons because anything longer than that, I, I prefer now. But yeah. that just requires a lot more training, which is then we get back to the time time need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think the five k's are fun. Yeah, I, but then a buddy of mine was all like, "This was what this was annoying me the most." Buddy of mine was, he's like, "Oh yeah, he's the nicest guy in the world, right?" He's like. He's oh you're gonna run uh, you know in this and in, in the race I'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah I'll be, I'm gonna run I'll be fine I'm music like, you gonna run he's like, yeah I think so I don't know I'm not really ready uh, I I think I'll give it a try uh, I hope I finish right what's going on I'm like I'm like I'm sure you'll be fine like what the you, you know you're pretty athletic like what kind of time are you shooting for he's like ah, I don't know maybe I can do like 25 I'm like 25 is pretty good man like that's yeah. not yeah nothing to shake a stick at he's like. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's pretty good. And I'm like, I could swear a few years back, I looked up the times from one of the other local races. 
And you had won your division, unless I was reading someone else's name on there. He's like, no, I couldn't have been. It wasn't me. That's crazy. Now, you don't be silly, right? And he's not. He was being totally serious about it. So we do the race, and I look at the results like the next day. He ran it in like 2050 or something. Whoa. It was like under 21. I'm like, yeah, what this? fast. What are you talking? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. All, like, I hope I finish. Mm-hmm. Basically goes at like a marathon <laughs> pace. I'm not a marathon. It's fast. Like, yeah, some no, Olympic runner pace. It's like super fast. Yeah, it's under seven minute miles. He, uh, he beat, he, he, yeah, it's like six and a half yeah. at that point. He, uh, he basically beat all the high schoolers, right? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> And that's saying something, because that's who you chase. Is yeah. The, uh, yeah, the kids. The elementary school track team. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the 10-year-old. Humiliating him. Uh, yeah. Hey, you kid, how old are you? Uh-huh. You know what this is doing to your joints? You always got to get in their head. I could, lose, I could lose some weight. That would be it. There was a kid, actually, one of my one of my son's friend's older brothers. I think he was... Uh, what grade is he in? Da, 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 da. They're in fourth. He's probably in sixth, maybe. And he was running right next to me for half the race. And I was like, mm, F this. <laughs> I, am drop- <laughs> I am dropping you. Right now. And then I started turning on the heat a little bit and lost him. This little punk trying to trying to hang on and then pass me at the end. I'm not having any of that. Whoops, that's my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I probably pushed him in the river halfway through. That's all right. Could still be there. Clean him up. Um, so, but back to the kneecap thing. I, I got I got some biking questions for you and my oh, kid. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask all the stuff that's gonna make you annoyed. So listen up. That's fine for you all those people. Yeah, you will. One of the pedals is is reverse threaded. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I know that. That's uh, that's that's when I smashed my finger. That's why I have this busted up toenail <laughs> or fingernail because I. Uh, my name. Oh, that's what you did. That's when I did it. I didn't even know. Yeah, and I'm, oh, I'm putting on right. a, bike, a bike rack, a bike park bike rack away. Yeah, because yeah. my neighbor was like trying to put the, the the pedals on, and I was like, you know, one of them's backwards, and uh, <laughs> so I was like, and I was trying to do it on the driveway, and I brought him over, and I'm like, get set the right bike rack up, and putting it away, I smashed my finger, but yeah, but yeah, I helped him. Um, he immediately he bought clipless pedals and he immediately took them off the next day. He's like, I couldn't even yeah. do it on the grass. I fell over three times. I just took them off. I'm like, oh, geez. Why would you do it on the grass? Of course you're going to fall. <laughs> well, he was trying to, when he did fall, because he couldn't. I'm like, you know, yeah. you can adjust the tension on these, right? You can loosen them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But regardless, last night, you may be actually interested in this, uh, although your son's not in fifth grade. So it starts at fifth grade. There mm-hmm. is New England. Uh, mountain biking club mountain for biking kids or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, and it starts with kids in fifth grade. So it's I, called it's called Nemba. <laughs> no, that, well, yes, it is, but it's Nembla, not Nambla. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just too close. It's a, I know, it's a it's terrible a, acronym. You want to stay as far Nimbla, away from Nimbla. the. Yeah, stay really far. Yeah, away. like don't. Yeah. Anywho, it was sort of interesting. So the men I, and the boys enjoy the. <laughs> yeah, I went to the no, it was the girls. Too. Uh, no, no, not Nambla. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I feel bad about the jokes I was laughing at last week, so I'm not laughing here. Okay, good. So, if I was to buy my 10-year-old son, let's say he's five feet tall, mm-hmm. a, a mountain bike for riding <laughs> on mountain bike trails. A, a mountain bike? Mountain bike, okay. yep. yeah. Uh, what would you recommend? Well, what's your uh, what's your budget? Uh, well... What's my budget? Okay. That's yeah. a strange question because you, you took me on a, a curveball. I didn't think you'd do this. I thought, <laughs> say my budget is 
Well, okay, let's let's do different budgets. Okay, say say you're on a shoestring budget. What would you do? All right. Say okay, let's go. Shoes. Shoestring. I think you're talking about mountain biking, which is, is a really cheap thing. And here's the entry fee, and then every race has an entry fee. So I'm like, this isn't really cheap by any means, and okay, you need a bicycle. No. So let's start with uh, let's say a thousand dollars, which I don't think is a shoestring, but but Ooh, I think no, that's not shoestrings at all. No, like gold plated. Okay, see, that's what. Okay, well, I don't even know. Budget. I mean, wise. for shoestrings. Oh yeah, bikes yeah. though. That's pretty entry level. Okay. okay. Uh, now my second question would be what kind of mountainy terrain are we talking cross about? country, not downhill. So not downhill. Right. They were very cross, specific about this. Cross country is like, we put some sticks in the ground and ran some tape around them in, in the field with some hills. So, so they mostly seem like there's mostly smooth, but occasional rocks. I, 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 they practice at great book farm. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah great book. Right, yeah. Sure. So that's mostly great, smooth. For the listeners, there's a lot of uh, horse riding goes on back there. Yeah. So the horses aren't going to trip up too skis. much on, on, on rough terrain. And cross-country skiing, uh, too. So that Yeah, kind of, almost like one of those trails where just trucks drove over and there's wheel ruts and yeah. things like that. Um, okay. So the presence of smoothness or lack of roughness uh, or severe roughness means you can – Pretty much save your money on worrying about all this suspension stuff. So you're saying no suspension? Right. Well, I mean, it really depends on how hardcore you want to be. Yeah. Uh, you could go with 100% no suspension. You'd actually have a hard time finding a bicycle that mm. is mount that has big tires that is, that is 100% no suspension. They're almost always going to have a front fork. Okay. But the front forks aren't always so good either. Mm-hmm. Um. So, ooh, it's a tough one. I mean, you can make up for it with the tires. The tires, okay. So if you've got if you've got some some fairly sizable tires. So what size they're gonna, rim would you go with? What's that? What size rim would you go with? Well, it depends on the size of your boy, right? All right, so five foot. I I don't know. I don't really size people on bikes, but you're gonna you know he's gonna be on a some kind of large 24 or maybe pushing a 26 depending on how the frame is okay. set up. Okay. All right, all right. Right. So, but if you can fit some some big beefy tires on it like two and a half inch tires, right? If those will fit in the frame. And, and they make some of these. And and I and personally I like the no suspension, especially if there's not going to be any horrible rocks. It'll teach him to use his arms and his legs more. Uh, keep make sure his elbows are always bent, that sort of thing, and it shaves a lot of weight and a lot of price. Hmm. Okay. And typically, the suspension you get on a bike that only costs a thousand dollars, even, is not that good. It'll wear out. It gets stuck. It's heavy. It doesn't really suck up bumps. It just kind of squishes, and then doesn't rebound. Um. So yeah. All right, let me ask you if my budget was $2,000, what would you say? Well, $2,000, you are starting to push into the territory of reasonable quality, like full suspension bikes. Okay, full suspension, and, all right. Yeah, and then they get like, they're still pretty lightweight, uh, and you get, all that, you get all those benefits. Now, if you don't get like a decent quality rear shock i don't know how they are these days it just gets squishy as you pedal so he starts bouncing while he's pedaling which is bad you lose all your power yeah 
But the benefit of having the full suspension is that you can pedal through bumps without losing traction. So if he's really racing, uh, you know, you can power around things and your wheel stays on the ground. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to slipping out. And I've experienced this. It's actually, it's pretty cool. It's not really worth the money to me because I don't do that often, but what the, what's cool uh, the full suspension. Yeah. In that I have ridden the same Rocky trail on a, uh, like a, a bike with a front fork with a front shock mm-hmm. one day and then on another day with a full suspension bike and I easily went like twice the speed. On a full suspension bike. Yeah. On a and smooth it, it, trail it, even? No, no, it was rocky. Okay, on a rough trail. Okay. Ro- rocky and Rudy and that sort of thing. Yeah. It, it it feels like you're sitting, at least this bike did. It was probably like a $3,000 bike maybe. Uh, it feels like you're riding on your living room sofa basically. <sighs> okay. You can just, you can sit on the seat and you can just turn your feet round and round, and everything just goes onto the bike. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, I, I rode a twenty-nine inch tire bike, and that's what it felt like. Like just really? things were disappearing, and I'm like, when I, when I came right off my twenty-six onto that twenty-nine, oh, yeah. I was like, what? That happens with cheating. the uh, yeah, the fat tire bikes as well. You don't think of those as like mountain bikes, but they certainly could be used as mountain bikes because they will. <clears throat> so let me give you, you the other two viewpoints I got. The one was yeah. from my friend, my, my son's friend, who is currently riding mm-hmm. uh, in – he's also a fifth grader, but he's currently riding does, on a team. Does he wear spandex to school? No, 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 he doesn't. But no, okay. he's, he's a kid's normal, normal 10-year-old kid. But he likes to <laughs> – his dad really is into – well, dad in the past has been a cyclist. And does his dad wear spandex to work? Uh, when he, he bikes. Does. He bikes quite yeah. a bit for – how far he has to go. Uh, I think he's got like a 20 minute bike ride and 20 mile bike ride. And he does it, you know, in the summer, he does it multiple times a week. Okay. Okay. He said, this is what he said. He, okay. So yeah, I'll give him his opinion first. He said, find a 26 inch wheel t- bike on Craigslist. He's like, you won't be able to, you'll have a hard time finding a 26 inch tire now or wheel size bike on in stores because they don't make them anymore because everyone's going to 27 and a half and 27 and a half is too big. He also said, uh, okay. So the, everybody said, get a front suspension. So you weren't at the presentation. You weren't really seeing part of the trails that they were showing. They were showing videos of the kids on the trail. So I think they're a little more rougher than I maybe have let on because they, all the kids were riding with front suspension. But you also said sure. that's hard to find without. He said, cause I asked him, I'm like, what sort of equipment would you recommend? Like, is there anything they need? And they somebody asked about pedals, like would they have clipless or regular? And he's like, no, don't wear clipless. Not at this point, especially entry level people. Yeah, we didn't talk about pedals. They'll get better habits. They'll they'll be instructed and they'll get better habits uh, from not having the the crutch, quote unquote, of clipless pedals. Right. Clipless pedals for those that aren't familiar with them is when you like step into it's like a ski binding. Yeah. yeah, they're like a ski <laughs> binding, right? But they're on like a much smaller foot plant, and it's on the bottom of your foot. Mm-hmm. So you step into it. So you're much more attached to the bike. Yeah. He said, uh, and, and if you can upgrade the front, if you can spend any money, spend it on the fork and get an right. air fork instead of a coil spring fork. And the reason well, being- So that's, that's in line, I was saying. Yeah, the yeah. Forks, no, you, you did that. Yeah. They're garbage. But he said, because the air fork, you can dial down and make them a lot softer. And a lot of these kids uh, aren't heavy enough to really compress the co- coil. So it's not really, you're not getting much benefit. So That's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, 
afterwards. This was done at a shop, and they were giving they were giving a discount on well the, the manufacturers Trek and uh, Specialized. Yep, good one. Uh, are giving pretty decent discounts, twenty five and twenty percent on uh, bicycles, new bicycles. But understand that twenty five percent of two thousand dollars is still a fifteen hundred dollar bike, which is out of my budget. Yes, right. sir. Uh, even though I will have four kids that will probably go through this bike, um, for somebody that's not like dedicated to this yet, that's too much. So he, she said, she looked at him and she's like, whew, uh, he would probably be on a 24 and I'm not sure the discount applies to kids bikes. So I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> this is awesome. That doesn't make sense. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Um, and they were kind of being a little like pushy about the, you really need to buy this bike, which I'm like, yeah, I know where you went. That's yeah, fine. yeah, I know you did. I don't want to like badmouth them. <laughs> I, uh, the, I'm very mixed on that place, right? I find that place expensive and pushy, but they pushy. do a ton of great stuff, right? They sponsor this. They had a, a meeting there. Yeah. They send mechanics out all the time to all the charity events. So I, this is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm mixed on that place, right? So I, I have good and bad about them. Um, I think the, I think the owners, that woman is very much like loves it and loves being a part of the community and loves being part of like, you know, getting these mm-hmm. kids out on stuff. So I think she means very well. I just think bicycling is sort of expensive and, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, um, sure. As a, as a athletic endeavor. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and the community I live in, a lot of people are like, Oh, I need to get whatever junior needs the best of whatever it is or Susie needs whatever. Oh, please. So, well, uh, okay. Go on. I mean, your your friend said go to Craigslist and get a twenty six inch bike. He didn't say that's my friend though. He's very thrifty, not <laughs> he, right. and he's very familiar with bicycles. Like for people that don't know bicycles, right? They're going to either go to Kmart or they're going to go to a bike shop. And the bike shop that those are two different worlds as far as bikes go. Much, and yeah. and most of the people that I live that are in my community are going to end up at, not at Kmart. They're going to go over to the bike shop and be like, oh, I need to get the better one, even though my kid is being driven to school seven days a week. Like we've talked about. I mean, if we can roll back a minute, right? I personally, yeah, would basically send him out there with what he's got. Well, he doesn't have anything. I would get him a Craigslist bike <laughs> and say, "Yeah, here you go. Like, show me that you're interested." Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I mean, that's what I went through. That's what a lot. Sure. Maybe would I have enjoyed it more had I had some fancy bike? Maybe I don't know. Because I can tell you a very brief story. I entered a bicycle race when I was uh, maybe in junior high. I don't know. I was pretty young. Yeah. Maybe before. And if you remember bikes when we were kids, uh, I had a I had a, a Jetter. It was called a, a Oof, Jetter. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a Kmart bike. I, had, I know. I, I had a Huffy. Steel Huffy. Yeah. Thousand pounds. Thing, yeah. Thing, yeah, the thing probably weighed 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah, the tires were flat, all this stuff, right? I'm wearing basketball shorts. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, in a, right. uh, it's a bicycle race. I don't even, I didn't know how far it was. Yeah. I didn't know any, what the format was. And it turned out like I, it was like a head to head race. Like they let us go two at a time. And I got paired up with this kid on, at the time, was this fancy racing bike. It had like his name on the down tube and everything. You know, he had all the gear and the spandex and this crazy stuff. And I'm looking at him like, what a weirdo. <laughs> uh, and we raced and I, I chased him. He, he won. Uh, but I was, I was right on his tail on my jetter the whole way. And he was feeling the pressure. He kept <laughs> yeah. looking over his shoulder and panicking. Uh, and we, we crossed the finish line and, uh, he, he came back around to talk to me and he, he even said, he said, man, you know, 
He's like, that was rough. I, I think you would have won if you had had a better bike. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't turn around and go to my parents and say, I need a better bike so I can win. Right. Right. So I, I didn't think about it at the time, but it was kind of like, yeah, I did a bike race. I mean, it was kind of, it was painful. I didn't enjoy it all that much. <laughs> like it was kind of fun, but I had no desire to keep doing it. Like, I still rode my bike around and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, so he, that's funny because I asked my son on the way over because it was like a little info me, info session and I took him there to see what he had any questions yeah. or his feedback. And he's like, we were talking on the way and he's like, I don't want I don't think I want to uh, compete. And I'm like, okay, right. that's kind of cool. Like I, I can appreciate that, but I think getting him out on the, like he is, as this fall, especially he's been showing a lot of interest in getting out in the woods and getting out and doing active stuff. Like he asked about snowshoeing this weekend. Yeah. So I'm on board with that stuff. So if, and I liked mountain biking as a kid, I never really did it like seriously or with any kind of instruction. I, I don't, and I don't, I'm sort of mixed on like whether or not that's better. Well, um, what's mountain biking? I mean, are you talking about just biking, taking- biking where there's no cars, like, <laughs> Spiking <laughs> where there are no cars. So you have a lot of trails near your house. You yeah. could just go out on the weekend and say, let's just do a loop. Let's go through here and ride around these trails. And Well, I told you, fun. we did. We went to, uh, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. I no, that's fine. Yeah, you went You went over to the pump truck. Awesome yeah. yeah. Um, but you can do it right out your front door. You've got the same trails. He may never tire of those, right? Right. And they may uh, enjoy, he may enjoy going on the same trail and finding this one rock that he keeps trying to ride over, yeah. right, without tipping over or getting stuck on every day. Like, he may go back there and be like, yeah, I, just, I hit the rock again, and this time I jumped a log, like the log. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That one spot that matters more to me than anything else, and I don't need to be entered in a race because I have my log, right? <laughs> uh, right. Yep. We, as the adults and the, the overbearing people, will do this like, oh, you were, you're into mountain biking? I entered you into a race. Like, Helicopters. What? Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't ask to prove my worth against the other kids, but it, of course he could go mountain biking with his friends, which isn't really mountain biking. It's just they're riding bikes in the woods, in the woods, yeah, together and chucking sticks at things. Right. And goes, you know what we used to do with our bikes in the woods? Light them on fire, ghost ride them. Oh, in the woods, oh, we used to do that in the street. Jeez. Well, we had a, we had a um, a hill. <laughs> it's an old New England town, right? So there's all these stone walls. Uh, yeah, I live in everywhere town. in the woods Old and we had a, a big downhill path next to one of the walls yeah. but of course at the bottom ended in another wall should... and we would ghost we would ghost ride the bikes down the hill into the wall for those for those not familiar ghost riding basically means just jumping off of it and watching it go straight as if a uh, ghost was riding it as if a ghost <laughs> were, were to be riding it and it was, it was right behind one of my neighbor's houses which was hilarious so there and we'd build up a little berm at the bottom. So the, if the bikes hit it correctly, they would launch over oh. the other wall and do all kinds of flips and, and almost smash into my neighbor's house. And he would yell at us for dinging up his lawn and stuff because the handlebars would make big divots. And, it, you know, where where were my parents teaching me to respect my belongings and things like that? I don't know. But uh, uh, we never actually broke the bikes, which really means they were steel Kmart specials because yeah. those things are bomb-proof. If you, you did that with one of these new fancy carbon fiber ones, you know, yeah, be trashed. <laughs> so that was, I mean, that that was fun, right? We rode our bikes in the woods as kids together. We didn't compete. Yeah. Uh, 
would it be nice to have some competition structure? I don't know, man. If he's into it, that's why I say put him out there as he is, like with what he has, or buy him something cheap. Yeah. Borrow something. Yep. Doesn't matter. Make sure the bike works, puts mare in the tires. Uh, give him the run through. Yeah, I think I think he, the problem is he's in between. We haven't never bought a bike for any of our kids. We've just had hand me down the bikes, and right now he's in the in between, and uh, so he doesn't really have a good bike and the bike he has right now a big mount it's sort of the the frame is too big for him yeah so it works on the road because you don't it's not as you know you don't have to be as right. technical with it so it doesn't work off-road so that's you know that's some insight though why he might he might fit on my, my single to... speed <laughs> mountain bike well, yeah like what size frame I'm, I'm looking at like 13 inches i think that's a... i don't remember because i painted over it yeah. with orange spray paint no i'm not asking what size frame he has i'm like what size like when you if you're looking for a bike for max what size frame would you look for uh i also don't know because he he's on a 24 inch bike which really just means that's 24 wheel. inch wheel yeah but the frame still has a size yeah i believe he has the smaller version of the 24 right now mm. Uh, and he's actually starting to get a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say it. he must be getting big for it too. And he's only had it for a year. Um, yeah. So, but it, but it's good for him, you know, for riding in the woods and whatnot. So he likes that. Yeah. Uh, I've thought about it with him a lot because he he does ride a little more, and he is into different types of riding. He does like riding in the woods and 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 things yeah. like that. Uh, but. We're not entering him in contests, so he can just make do with what he has, right? Yeah. It's kind of like I used to ride. I had a, a snowboard, right? I'd go snowboarding. I used to teach snowboarding. I had one snowboard. It was a piece of garbage, and I never knew any different. Right. I rode it anyway. Right, right, right. right? And then I borrowed someone else's snowboard that was, like, super awesome and new and top of the line. And I'm like, whoa, this thing is amazing. What? How come I didn't know about this, you know? Uh and I would have been better off never having tried it. You know, uh, ignorance is, yeah, is yeah, this yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, and let him progress towards it as time goes on. If he if he places in one of these races and he's super stoked about it and be like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Right. If we give you this extra boost. And the, the thing that will be really depressing, of course, is you, you might spend $2,000 on a fancy mountain bike and he and – he, you know, does worse. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. That, that's just not happening. I'm not spending $2,000 on a bike. That, that's not, okay. that's not practical, real. That's not my reality. In fact, though, like we're walking out, right? And um, so me and the other guy are chatting a little bit. And another guy walks by who, who's like, his kid did it. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, and we're talking about bikes a little bit. He's like, like and he's like, oh, yeah. My son went through a bike and a half last year. I'm like, bike and a half? How did he break the bike? Like, what I didn't you understand. Say he broke it in half, or he went uh, through. No, he like thing. used up the bike. How do you use up a bike? I'm not sure. That doesn't make sense. And then he went on to another bike. Like what? Growing wise, maybe. Um, no, because he said, "Oh yeah, they're tough on the bikes." So, yeah, he went through a bike and a half last year. I'm like, "What?" Like he broke them. I'm like, I don't understand that. And I'm driving home, and I'm like, I yeah, I, don't, I still, still don't understand don't that because I have the same bike I've had for 20 years. And I'm like, okay, so the yeah. season's three months long. If he was averaging three days of riding a week, that means he rode the thing 90 times. I've ridden my bike at least 90 times in the woods, and I've never, like, not. Well, I, well maybe he's it. just, you know, you can replace parts, but I think he's being a little bit uh, hyperbolic about the whole thing. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe he was, but uh, I got the um, impression that he just. To put it in perspective, I suppose, I felt like I was spending a lot of money on my kids. I have not purchased a bike for my daughter. 
but I have purchased two, well, three, one, two, one, two, three bikes for my son that have been handed down. Yeah. Uh, the, the first one was a 16 inch, uh, a little specialized one. That was probably like 200 bucks. It was brand new. Second one was the 20 inch. I think that one was actually 300 bucks. Bought it brand new. And the third one is the 24. And that one was like, uh, it has no shocks. None of them had any shocks. All of his bikes have been shock free. Uh, for the exact reasons I mentioned, keeping it, keeping the weight down, keeping the complexity down. Uh, I think that one was probably in the same ballpark, 250 or 300. Maybe it was more. Hmm. I think it was more. And we, I felt, uh, you know, that was rough. I'm like, this is pretty much the, the most money we're going to spend on a bike for a kid. And we've gotten two uses out of it. They've been handed down. So my daughter has gone through them after him, which is nice. We paint them and do that sort of thing. So you cut the price in half, whatever. And he, he wears them out. I have replaced before I – his 20-inch bike, when it went to my daughter, it got new tires – it got a new chain. It got a new rear cassette. Huh. It got all new cables, <laughs> new brake pads, mm. and new. Mm. <laughs> uh, I repacked the bearings on the wheels and the bottom bracket, but yeah, like everything was new. Wow, all, all the parts got. But those parts are pretty cheap. The tires were cheap. The, well, the tires, the, yeah, the tires I get, and the chain I get to a degree. The repacked the bearings and all that stuff. That's, well, that's just why you have to take. I had to take it apart to paint it. So yeah. While you got it apart, you might as well repack the bearings. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so that's the uh, current uh, questions in the Fitzgerald house. And that's a learning process in and of itself. My daughter, she took it apart with me. So. Oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, we did all that that. stuff. She was up on the ladder, turning the wrench and uh, the ladder because the bike was in the rack. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. To work at your height. Tiny kid's bike six feet off the floor. Right, right. Um, I I think about this a lot. I know, yeah, I bike all the time. Bikes, this bikes, that bikes are the best. But owning bikes and managing the bikes is is a very difficult endeavor. I'm not trying to over undersell it to anyone. Like, if you're gonna ride them, you kind of have to commit to taking care of it at least a little bit. Uh, and it's not easy. You know, walking places is a decent alternative. Taking the train, that sort of thing. Uh, But I can understand why people don't. I do understand why people. I have a number of excuses for not doing it. I don't I don't own one. I don't want to own one. I haven't ridden in a while. It's hard to maintain. My tires are flat. I don't know how to change the tire. I mean, it's amazing how many people don't know how to change a tire, change a tube, um, nor do they want to bother trying because it's like, whatever. If my car tire went flat, I'd call AAA, but I can't for my bike. So uh, you have to have a little bit of commitment. And um, some people just aren't interested. And I, I get it. You know, I think they should be. But that's not. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Any way to convince them, I guess. I, I think. I think it's good. I, I. I gotta. I gotta say, I'm gonna change the topic a little bit. It's still bike Please, related. Yeah, we do biking all the time. No, no, it's fine. But this is still bike related. I think on the show, was it either last week or two weeks ago. Um. Yeah, I think it was. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, I just got a text message, so I got distracted. Oh, that's great. Yeah, just you take that. I'll uh, wait. Nope. I'm going to turn off the sound on the computer. So uh, I mentioned you talked about how uh, when when people in cars Mm -hmm. see kids on bikes. Drivists. Well, okay. I said people in cars. I did see people (laughs) in cars. So drivists. Yeah. (laughs) 
so I hear another rabbit trail. I, I've determined, I've decided to go with drivists for the daily distracted driver and motorists okay. for people who are uh, driving enthusiasts, right? They oh, take, I see. So, so I think, I think there are different categories because I think your average driver out there with their coffee in one hand and their cell phone in the other, yeah. that's a drivist. So a drivist that's, that's is going to be a derog- yeah. derogatory, whereas a motorist. Pejorative, yeah. Uh, yeah. They have a, um, a certain affection for cars and knowledge mm-hmm. about cars and like to drive. They don't they, necessarily need to even be driving. A motorist is someone who okay yeah, appreci- right. appreciates sure. motoring. Right. So that's so that, that's my distinction. So drivist, um, yeah. So where was I going? Oh, you mentioned how when you're with the kids, people don't stop with cars, right? That's what you said. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about crossings and the kids walking to school and that sort of thing. And uh, my observation was that. If I, and it all depends on eye contact and this sort of thing. My observation has been what they tell you about looking drivists in the eyes while you're trying to cross the street is, is wrong. Don't ever look them in the eyes. But more specifically to your point, if, if an adult is with a child trying to cross the street, the drivist will presume the adult is providing safety and they will speed past you. Mm. Whereas my observation has been when I've, when I've watched the kids cross the street alone, the drivists are much more tentative around the children and they don't, they give them a little more, uh, yeah. So, so this is interesting because I have sort of the opposite experience a couple of times now. And first of all, <clears throat> let's back up to the not looking in the eye thing that I disagree with. I don't understand that. <laughs> well, does it, it's an elaborate strategy. Okay. Yeah, we've talked about it, it once before, but go, I want to hear yeah, it but again. But I'll explain. It's, it starts with, the the point when you look again, my experience, if you look at a drivist in the eye as they're approaching a crosswalk that you're waiting at, the conclusion that I'm reading from their mind through their eyeballs, through the window to their brain, is that, oh, I am a hundred percent certain that they see me, therefore I can speed past them and be certain that they're not gonna step out in front of me. Right? Yeah. I don't wanna hit them. So I know like they, they don't actually want to kill you. It's is as a lot odd of paperwork. Yeah, a lot of paperwork. <laughs> right. Right. They don't want to kill you. They just don't care about you. Right. They're not paying any attention. I agree so, with that. Yeah. So if you're looking at them, they go, whew, that's, that's really a weight off my shoulders because I now know that they know <laughs> that I'm going to blow right past them without slowing down. Right. But if you're not looking at them, there's a big risk and there's a fear in their mind going, I don't think they see me. And my crazy behaviors and my intention to just blast through this crosswalk, I don't think they see me. So if they step out into that crosswalk, I am going to hit them and I really don't want to hit them. So the key point that I teach my children is look up and down the street as you approach the crosswalk, but don't do it in an obvious way. Look out of the corner of your eye, corner of your eye, side of your eye, or even do it before you get there, right? Make sure that you see the cars. You know, look left, look right, look left again. But as you walk up to the curb, make it appear as if you are going to stroll straight down to that road without even taking a second thought about it. Without, uh, what do you call it? Splitting hairs? No. Without, come on, mm, what's the... I'm trying to think. I'm looking for with you. I'm here. Uh, you know where I'm going with this? Yeah, see? Okay. Second thought? <clears throat> so Without I- a second thought. You're just going to stroll straight into that road. You're not going to stroll straight into the road, but make it look as if yeah, you are. So that, because if there is a car approaching on your left, 
and you make it look as if you're going to go straight out of the road and stroll, they, and you're going to hear them stop and you're going to, then you can sort of see them out of the corner of your eye. They're going to stop. They're going to panic stop. And then you can look right at them after they've stopped and step in front of them. Yeah. Okay. That's all. It's a trick to get them to actually fear that you are going to make them murder you. So for me, I think the eye contact is a little different because I I think we're framing it a little different. For me, I like to make the eye contact. But in order for you to make eye contact with a car, they can't be doing 35 miles an hour. They got to be doing like five. Right. right, of course. So they are already slowing down. Like, so I'm, I'm to the point where I have already done that first step or I have shown you that I'm going to walk in front of you. Yes. And now you were stopped. And now I've made eye contact and I'm in, like on the way in front of you at this point. So now yes. I know you know that you see like everything. So here's my experience. Now this has happened to me twice. And I, I like, you know, I run and I've been doing some running in the morning. Mm-hmm. And there's this one street where, uh, it's a pretty busy street for the town, but it's definitely like a secondary or tertiary road. It's not like a route through Maine. It's got, it doesn't have a number. It has a name. And, but it's a lot of, it's between a big neighborhood and the junior high. And twice while running, I have seen kids. This just happened the other morning, Monday morning, uh, standing in the crosswalk and cars just driving by, ignoring them. And me, so this, this happened, a kid was, it was cold too. He was, I was proud of him for you. He was biking to school and it was like six, I left at 6.45. By the time I got over there, it was like 7.10, 7.15 in the morning. So it's still pretty cold. I mean, 30, 35 degrees. And he's sitting on the crosswalk and I'm coming up. He had passed me going down one street and I was going to take a right. He was going straight and, uh, and so I, he had passed me, so, but I was still coming up behind him. And I'm looking, and I see him sitting on the crosswalk. One car goes by. Second car goes by. Third car goes by. And I'm now I'm like, these jerks. Like, they had well enough time because he was just standing there doing exactly what he was supposed to be doing. And then as I ran by, I, like, tapped him on the back, on his backpack. And I was like, hey, come on. And I walked right out in front of all the other cars. And I was like staring them down like daring them to run me over and they all st- and then of course they stopped but right. i'm like th- this guy would have just run right b- run right through again and this sure. poor kid would have been sitting here all day and was like i was pissed i i realized like that's what sets me off is like just watching people ignore kids and crosswalks same thing happened the other time I, I i walked out in front of the next car and you know they stop they stop for me but i think part of it is like they're gonna because they to didn't want to kill you yeah right they're gonna have to if, yeah, yeah they don't actually want to kill you yeah. but if they see you stand like i said they see him standing yeah. on the side of the road and they see him seeing them so they go huh yeah. and someone else can take care of it yeah oh, i know he's not gonna step in front of me so uh i'll let the next guy stop yeah it's uh, uh, i'm busy uh, yeah. i have a schedule to keep i need to get to my job <laughs> i was just like oh yeah <laughs> I, I, I was really annoyed at that, and I was like, "Oh man, Randy would appreciate this." And then, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I was standing in a up at a neighbor's house while I was shoveling driveways, which I could tell you about. That's mm. something I want to talk about. And uh, I'm holding a snow shovel, and we're standing like on the edge of the road, and a couple of cars are just tearing up the street. Like, and I look at my neighbor, and I'm like, "You put up with this?" And I stuck the snow shovel straight out into the road, like in front of their windshield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which they they had to hammer the brakes and swerve around to to avoid smashing into it. I'm like, you don't just sit on your porch all day and chuck rocks at these people? <laughs> he's he's laughing at me like, you're welcome to come over anytime because <laughs> his porch just faces the road. Yeah. 
I'm like, this is absurd. Like, it's like a 20 mile hour street. People are tearing through it at like 45. And of course, you know, police don't do anything. You tell the police, yada, yada. <sighs> so I get it. I, I can get to that whole mess. I did call the police recently. Oh, really? I actually emailed them. So I, I was riding, I was riding my bike, bicycle to uh, pick up my son from his after school program. And I cut through the school roads to get to where he is because I usually feel like they're safer. And I, and I went to this neighborhood on the way to the school road and this, this vehicle filled with, uh, I'm assuming some youths. Uh, were was following me and they were following me and flashing their lights and honking their horn and yelling stuff out the window and I turned into the school and they followed me into the school continued to honk their horn flash their lights this sort of thing and then finally they sped around me and yelled stuff out the window and they didn't come close, super close to hitting me though they were pretty close behind me uh, and they sped off down the school road which is a 15 mile an hour road at you know 30 or 40 and then blew through the high school ran some stop signs all this kind of stuff and went back the other way well you know after the last time this happened to me and and the and the police actually tried to arrest me instead uh i got some cameras on my bike mm-hmm. as you know yes and it was dark out but i have a taillight camera and i have a camera on my helmet that uh, so i have double double view here so uh you know i got home and i'm like i'm gonna make this into a fancy video and send it to the police and i, I said yeah, wait they don't care they don't actually want I said, forget, I don't want to waste my time. I'll just get the one frame that has their license plate, which I had. And, uh, and I took the picture and I emailed it off to my police friend in town. And I said, look, here's what happened. Here's where I was. Here's my route. I had it on Strava and everything, right? So I'm like, you know, here's where I went. And I pointed out, like, here's where these things happened. And this is what I saw. And here's what I'd like you to do. Mm-hmm. And his reply was, we don't take reports via email. So that was nice. Uh, so he said, you have, you have to come down to the station or we can send an officer to your house. So right away, I'm like, this is absurd. Right? <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a tremendous amount of efficient inefficiency going on with this, right? I sent you a whole bunch of information. And so uh, you guess what I did to be uh, sort of passive aggressive about the whole thing? You went to the police station? I printed out my email and I brought it to the police station. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With the officer's reply on it. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's passive saying we don't indeed. take we don't take <laughs> reports via email. So I printed out the email thread and brought it to the police station and handed it to them. Well, I handed it to the person, the dispatcher, I guess, who was there, and he said uh, he read it right, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, okay. Um, well, I need you to have I need you to talk to an officer." I'm like, "Well, what are you?" He's like, oh, "I'm the dispatcher." I'm like. Can you just give it to them later? He's like, oh, no, they have to talk to you and take your statement. Like, it's there on the paper. Mm-hmm. And so I had to wait for an officer to come. And while I'm waiting, the dispatcher comes back over and he says, so uh, what, um, you know, what exactly was your complaint about? <laughs> and I, I'm looking at him right in the eye going, all of it? Uh, oh. <laughs> like, he's like, what, you know, what did you have an issue with? What we're, and I'm like, are you seriously... I mean, I listed it. Yeah. Like the speeding, the yelling, the honking, the lights flashing, the te- none of that's just, it's fine with you. You're cool. He's like, no, no, no. I just wanted, I'm just curious what was upsetting for you. I'm like, why don't we go outside? You can get on my bike. <laughs> like, yeah. just, I'll hop in a cop car and uh, drive around behind you <laughs> honking and flashing my lights at you yeah, and stuff. You okay. See. So, so I have to wait there for like 20 minutes for an officer to come back. Oh, man. To ask me what happened. Yeah. 
course, they drag me into the room where they can lock the door and keep you in there forever. <laughs> so I'm like, great, I'm going to be stuck here and, and I'm going to be under arrest pretty soon. <laughs> um, luckily, I didn't have to write anything, but it literally it was like, okay, so what happened? I'm like, read the thing that's on the paper. They're like, okay, I read it. Yeah, okay. So anything else? I'm like, no, Mm-mm. it's all there. Okay, great. Well, <laughs> what would you like us to do? I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand how law works is my first question (laughs) how does law work i mean what do i want you to do yeah okay i guess what i want you to do is make it so this never happens again Mm -hmm. it's the long version right is that possible like well we can you know we can increase enforcement like increase from zero like (laughs) there was no officer there I, i mean anything better than zero would be something but you can't be everywhere so i guess what i want you to do is to call the owner of the vehicle and say whoever was driving was doing these sorts of things and scare them i mean i can you ticket them i don't know that's up to you like obviously you're not gonna listen to me but yeah just a phone call would be a good start but we um we normalize a lot of behaviors that are not so good i mean i really understand what that whole term means now like eh, you know boys will be boys right if they had been pulled over, you know, they maybe would have been given a warning Wait, you're going with the boys being bo- boys will be boys for this, this car incident? I'm not saying that's what I'd like. Oh. I'm saying that's what society does. Uh, like, yeah, no, no, even no. the officer. The officer looks at me and says, you know, well, what's your problem with this whole thing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't really know where to begin. It's... Uh, yeah, I, I don't... Every, I don't everything? Really, I don't really know what the right answer for this stuff is. I don't know either yeah. because it's not it's it's uh, I mean the, the, I think the right I, answer I, I, the right answer is to try to reduce yeah their uh, to really I'm trying to swing the other way. I'd like to encourage them to go have their fun without their vehicle. Like they were really going nowhere. They they went out joyriding around the school. So I think and uh may have some personal experience with some of this is that if yeah, you if me the, as well. Yeah, if the police had called you know, they had called the house who's Who's uh, you know they find out who it is and who is uh, and they may have and yeah. yeah so th- that may um, put a little bit of fear into them right like oh, oh wow all right, well, right. All right. and then I'd- well especially if the parents are involved and like what what is this right, right? you know car is not a toy and then you find out you're, you're driving like a jerk you're gonna take your, the car away or whatever and then you're like, right. all right so you know uh yeah I was acting like a jerk and I got caught maybe I should that's the best like I can hope right? for and I think that's probably what yeah happened right I don't I don't think you're looking for them to be spend you know the next nine months in jail but no uh, i'm not right so it's uh and, and it's funny this sort of reminds me about um when i was in small claims court for something and uh i was i had to spend a while in there because so i was listening to people file their claims and the one guy i remember he had uh he he went to small claims court already and was the judgment was in his favor for X amount of dollars, but the person wasn't paying X amount of dollars. So he's back in small claims court being like, it was in my favor, but they're not paying. What do I do? And the guy's like, well, this is our choices. You can, one, you can have them arrested. Two, uh, you know, you can, you're going to have to work it out on the own. And he's like, I don't really want to have them arrested. You know, I don't, I don't want him to go to jail. Like, I don't, well, these are your options, right? So there was only like, this poor guy was like, listen, you guys, Ruled in my favor. The guy owes me fifty bucks. I don't want to have him arrested over fifty bucks, but like, w- w- I I have no choice here. Like, the only thing is to have the guy arrested. I have to, you know, have a sign up a cop to go pick him up at his place of work, and like, that's not. So, 
Yeah, the, it's a bit. It's a bit absurd. Yeah, yeah. it is a bit absurd. Now, well, and, you know. and really, the the lesson is to avoid those situations. Uh, yeah, no, which be. is yeah, right. How do you, how do you do that? I you, I mean, I was in a, a similar situation financially like that, right? It's like I uh, had I made a claim in court. I had a judgment against someone else. Yeah, and they never paid it. They couldn't pay it. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, it, right? yeah. It's yeah. and how do you what do you and you know I'm literally it's like. Now what? And they go, well, you can, uh, you know, have the magistrate or whoever, or you can you can call up so and so and have them garnish their wages. Yeah, yeah. Garnish is that the right word? Yeah, no, like yeah. The parsley on it. <laughs> yeah, it's garnish weight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that seems like a benefit. Uh, <laughs> but at the time, yeah, like garnish, the guy wasn't garnish wages, working, yeah. so he didn't have any wages. So now I'm like, well, I can't. I don't want to take money for like eventually but I'm, I'm it's just lost money i'm never gonna see it right, right. the judgment's still out yeah. there uh which is great yeah that's terrific but so my angle here is uh the best thing i could do is find a way to encourage kids in this town not to choose to go joyriding as a fun night out like they don't have that many things to do and it gets into the get the old man attitude of Oh, yeah, you know, damn kids shouldn't be loitering. Yada, yada. I want to find a place for them to loiter is what I want. Right. Like, they need places to go, things to do at all hours of the day Excalibur. And yeah, that's right. <laughs> Excelsior. 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 Uh, Excelsior yeah, is different like a shops. Board game RPG. I don't know. All kinds of different Dungeons and Dragons all night. Whatnot. Yeah. Um, different things for different kids. We need more it, of those. Yeah things yeah. uh some people try to be like no we need less because then all the hooligans will hang out here and they high crime like that's no that's not how that works they that's should not. get jobs yeah they should get jobs <laughs> start contributing to society it's funny i'll segue off that i just listened to and highly recommend the opposite of spoiled raising kids who are grounded generous and smart about money by ron lieber okay i need uh i'm behind on my book listening i need to it's a, a it bloom uh I I, listen, I end up listening to these parenting slash like self-help books, self-help parenting or whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to do all these things. My poor kid comes home when I'm stacking wood that we burn in the wood stove on Saturday. And I'm like almost done with the book. And I'm like, and it's snowing like a lot. And I'm like, you need to help me work. You're working. You should be working already. You're 10 years old. You don't contribute around here. And uh, he's like, what? what? I don't want to do it. And he was, and I, I was a little annoyed anyways because he had spent the morning playing video games. Then he got up and then, or then he got going or whatever. And then the, my wife took him to run an errand and take him to, uh, oh, cause he's going to a birthday party the next day. So she runs out and buys a birthday gift so that he can go to the birthday party. And then he goes home and he starts playing video games again. And then I was like, no, come help me with this. Like you can help me with this. Oh, no, he's throwing, but you know what? I stood my ground and then he was happy to help me. And that's what the books, the part of the book says is like, these kids want to work. They want to help. They want to contribute. You know, they're old enough at this point, you know? So they, it's like, and then again, this is, comes back to the same thing where we've talked about the, the Japanese kids taking the train to school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was Japanese. Um, but basically, uh, and, 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 and also you and, uh, going on about how the, the the helicopter and how we're doing too much for our kids and are enabling them. I have them a story and, about that if we have time. I think we got like 10 minutes still. But again, highly recommend the book. I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, it, I, I'm 2018. 
I'm going to try and, and uh, get my house finances under order and get my kids more uh, uh, knowledgeable about money. Because this was really about teaching kids about money. Because we were like, this is, money is a huge thing. And we know nobody has any education on it. I never had any real real education on it. Definitely not in no. school. We had some small business classes, but they didn't really teach me like day-to-day financing. But what, you know, uh, right. credit card debt and all that stuff. This stuff kills people, right? It just buries yeah, people. Yeah, me it's as so well. Easy. I will do. I mean, I've I've done it with... With my son, but we'll I'll go and we'll do more specific budget. Oh, hey, and and it 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 yeah. uh, it complimented you for sharing as openly your house finances as you have done, uh, mm-hmm. and which mm-hmm. I I haven't done. My kids don't know how much I make now. Again, it says these kids can't put together these numbers, and and no, they couldn't. That's and the neither could I. Yeah. When I went to college, I I agreed four years at Boston University with huge amount of debts I graduated with. Mm. I didn't uh, comprehend what I was going into. Would I have done it differently? Probably not. Am I still, do I regret it? Definitely don't. But again, I was 18. I didn't really know what five zeros meant. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, you, and you're making these decisions so that you don't, without any knowledge. So, right. Yeah. Anywho, uh, mm-hmm. that was that one thing. Well, so yeah. So what was your story? What was your, you, well, <clears throat> it relates to uh, helicopter parenting. So as you know, I'm, very excited about the adventures of my son and his friend walking to school alone, unattended, unescorted. And we had a snowstorm the other day, a fairly decent amount. We got like solid six yeah, inches. It was yeah. a lot. Uh, a little more than they expected, I think. And, you know, I'm I'm looking into going, well, this is, you know, we got to do something about this because the town does a pretty piss poor job of clearing sidewalks. Uh, I know in your town, they basically don't do it at all. No, uh, I know. I, I was going to say the contrary. They got all the way to my street, which they oh, never they really? do. Yeah. Oh, I interesting. Was, okay. I was shocked they did it. So yeah, go on. So they, they think they do a good job and I talk to the town all the time about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're doing fine. Um, but they miss details and nobody actually, no one in the town will like walk on these things. So, but I'm sending my kid to school down these roads. So I said to myself, like, look, I could complain, complain, complain. I could complain up and all down about this, or I could go fix it. So recently, we uh, we purchased a gas snowblower from a neighbor that moved away. Whoa, fancy! It's not it's not very big. It's a it's a twenty one inch wide. It's like a tiny lawnmower, right? Uh, and it has this it has like this truck tire rubber impeller thing. So it, it's not huh, metal it's or plastic. Yeah. It's it's different. It's interesting. Um. It's not throwing snow like 500 yards, but it'll clear a decent amount of snow. Um, so, <laughs> why are you interrupting me with messages? <laughs> sending me these things. <laughs> Sorry. So, <is> your <laughs> so, I don't even want to read that. Okay. Um, so, I set out, and there's a whole road the town doesn't clear that they walk down. Cause they're, and they say, and I email the town about it, and I say, can you please clear this every year? And they reply back, and they say, the town clears X and X streets, la, 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 la. It's the homeowner's responsibility to clear all the other sidewalks. And I say, but the homeowners don't do it. So yeah. what motivation do they have to do it? And what is me going up to them saying, hey, this is your responsibility? <laughs> and they'll say, well, no one has ever ticketed us, so we're never going to do it. So why don't you F off right yeah. Anyway, so I took my snowblower and I said, let's see how this works. And I walked <laughs> probably a solid two miles. Uh, <laughs> what? Clearing <laughs> sidewalks all up and down my, uh, well, you know, back and forth, right? Um, our, my kids were out to school. Okay. And I, and the important part was I cleared 
the intersections on the, their major crossing because the town didn't do that at all. Yeah. They just kind of ran right over it. Uh, it was awful. So I cleared up to where the sidewalks were and cleared the crossings and de-iced them and everything and then uh, ran up and down the sidewalk where they go. Anyway, long story short, as I'm doing this, of course, I'm running across people's sidewalks in their front yards, over their driveways, this kind of thing. Yeah. And so I'm cleaning up their walkways because I just ran a snowblower over their driveway and it's like, you know, messing things up. So I'm finishing the end of their driveway for them and their walkways. And I will tell you, nothing gets people off their couches with a shovel in their hand faster than someone else clearing their sidewalks for them. Really? I met at least four or five different households of people huh who basically came out all guilt stricken because they realized i was clearing the sidewalks they were neglecting well let me ask you what time of day was it oh it was late in the morning it was like oh this was sunday close to saturday noon. yeah yeah it was sunday oh okay okay so the snow's day done. after snow's the done. day after it finished snowing. yeah okay all right all right late in the morning they should have been at church but go on <laughs> that's right some of them may have been <laughs> um <laughs> So it became this sort of community neighborhood endeavor, right? So everyone came out and then they started helping and they did their own driveways. They did their walkways. They did the, you know, they edged things. One guy came out and he brought all his salt and he was salting up and down the sidewalk that I just cleared. Uh, so it was interesting. And then I, you know, as I went away from our house and up the road toward the school, uh, a couple of a couple of households, of course, had cleared their own sidewalk, right? It's like, great, here's a patch of 35 feet of cleared sidewalks surrounded by patches that are untouched. Yeah. So this is where you get into responsibilities belong to the homeowner, but all it takes is one bad apple to spoil the whole bunch, right? So I'm up there with my shovel. Like, I need this whole thing cleared. I can't have it partially cleared. What's the point? I can't have my kids stepping off the sidewalk into the road where there's a giant snowbank that's now an ice pile. Mm -hmm. And you can't wait and complain because that night it's going to turn to ice. So... Uh, oh, yeah. So back to the story about the helicopter. So I'm shoveling the corner here, the corner of one of the roads, and these, this couple comes out. And they say, oh, good morning. You know, how, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm fine. How are you? And they say, I, we, we were looking out the window. And we saw this guy, like, shoveling our sidewalks. And we're like, you know, what? Like, what, what, we wonder what you could possibly be doing out here. We don't even know you. Like, where do you live? I'm like, oh, you know, like, mile that way. <laughs> <laughs> the other, other, other side of town yeah and they're like oh okay yeah that's so what uh you know what brings you over here and i said well you know my uh i started sending my son to school with his buddy alone so i just wanted to check out the path and make sure they had a, a clear route and they're like oh man now we feel bad we we were just gonna go get some coffee and then get started and i'm like yeah i'm sure you were and and uh we started talking about it, and they're like, that's oh, that's pretty neat, though. You're sending him to school by yourself, and, and the husband's kind of like looking at me weird. And uh, and they're like, oh, what grade is he in? I mean, he's in fourth grade. And she's like, oh, our daughter's in fourth grade. Oh, but they don't go to Maine, or they don't go to your school. We take them to some private school or something. Oh. And uh, I go, okay. And, and, um, and the husband says, uh, oh, you know, but I would never, I would never, I would never let her walk to school. Mm. Right. He, he felt the need to add that in. And remember when I said I was a mile away from my house? Yeah. Well, I was a mile closer to the school. Oh, and the school no. <laughs> is about 50 yards away from where they live. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's, you look, throw a stone in it. Right. No yeah. joke. Yeah. And I'm looking at him going, and his wife's like laughing at him. Oh, oh really? Said, uh, 
Really? Like you wouldn't let her walk from here? Because that's like, that's the school right there. That's the school where she would go if she went here. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I know, man. But, you know, uh, times are, things are different these days. Yeah. Times have changed. You know, people have changed. <laughs> and I said, I can't remember my exact words, but it was funny at the time. I said, yeah, I no, I, I think the only thing that's changed is we're all helicopter parents. Oh, really? You said that to him? <laughs> yeah, and his his wife was laughing at him and nodding. It was it was really oh funny. really? So she yeah. was she was she was all on board with it, and uh, you know he didn't take too much offense, but uh, it was it was oh, interesting man. to hear it Girls straight out of mouth of someone I, else. I like a stranger you. was telling me he would never let his kid walk to school, even though the school was, and he's he's giving me these these um broad times are different than they used to be uh, yeah. statements you know like, what he are, means no i don't what does he mean of course you do be obtuse about it now, what does he mean uh, what he means is <laughs> i'm not being that obtuse. people are uh just more, more brazen in their criminal activity in their yeah, but that's not true at all okay though. that may be i agree with you well hmm. wait you agree that it's not true but you do think that it's true no I think the perception is there because I think the perception of a lot of news. things is again, this again comes back to my whole community. This everything comes back to a full circle right. community because somebody said something on Facebook that happened in Zimbabwe yeah. or no, no, Des Moines, Iowa, right? Or not even Des Moines because <laughs> that's a, that's an urban area like uh, for Iowa. Right. Uh, right. But well, you know, it happens in a, and it something happens somewhere, and now everybody knows about it because it's been tweeted and it's right. instantaneous. It's you're like, possible Whoa. that it could happen here. Yeah, yeah. So I think there is sort of a, unfortunately, there's like an awakening that some stuff happens. Well, that you don't there's think, a lot of what if, what if, what yeah. if, what if, what if. What I if. get I'm like, yeah, Whoa, yeah. you could really what if this to death. I mean, we are seriously. It's what's happening. We are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even my wife does it. Not to throw under the bus, but you know, we go through this all the time. Well, what if something happens? That whole question. Is it's, flawed. Uh, what if something happens? I can, I can empathize with it, man. But, sure, but what is the something? What if something happens? What if something great happens? Well, right, hmm? right. What if? What if? Right. Let's be realistic about this. What if one of their friends is also walking to school and they bump into them and they get together and they have a great conversation on the way there? Hmm? So, so I think. What if they see a rabbit? <laughs> that's great. But they, down the bunny they, trail. I think they is a key thing. If you can get more than one kid together, like you can get. That is awesome. Like uh, uh, who? You know, you're, now you're going back to he. If you got this guy, oh. helicopter parent that doesn't do his walk because he's going out to cough. Yeah. yeah. If he could get his daughter's friend to go with the daughter, I, I think immediately now you have numbers, right? You two people is. <clears throat> but we. One what's plus. interesting about this is if we, we have a community already. Yeah. They, the houses are packed close together. They have three or four neighbors like adjacent to them. With kids that are going yeah. to that exact same school. Yeah. And, I mean, so do I. We have a kid yeah. one house away. Yeah. One, two, two houses away that my, my son walks with. Uh, yeah. And they have other kids. My And we give kids down the hill that they could also walk with, but they don't. Mm. Uh, and I try to get them to go. And they refuse. And their parents drive them right past my kid walking up the hill. Like, right mm. past them. Mm. I'm going to get in the car and drive them there. Going up the hill. Bye, kids. You know, and they probably roll down the window every day and go, do you want a ride? Like, And it's infuriating. It's crazy making. Like, no, you don't offer them a ride. That's not the point. Like, Uh-oh, you froze. But maybe it's a good time for this. So cue the music.
thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.